Welcome, fellow travelers. It's time for another episode of the RV Podcast. Answering your questions, sharing tips, suggesting great trips and off-the-beaten-path adventures, and always staying on top of the RV lifestyle news you need to know about with great interviews and inside industry information. Here's your hosts, award-winning journalists Mike and Jennifer Wendland. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the RV Podcast, your guide to freedom and fun on the road, no matter what kind of an RV you have, whether it is a motorhome, a towable trailer, a tent, even if you're just dreaming about getting an RV someday, this is for you because on this podcast, we talk about getting out there, enjoying God's amazing creation, meeting interesting people. You'll meet one in today's interview of the week, boondocking, discovering fun places, and always using the right gear and technology to enhance the RV lifestyle. So thanks for putting us in your ears this week. All right, right off the bat, let me just tell you that we are coming to you live from uh, Main Street in Findlay, Ohio. I'm joined now by my lifelong traveling companion and my bride, Jennifer. Hi, my dear. Hello, Michael. It's going to be a little noisy. <laughs> it is going to be noisy. It is a beautiful day, unseasonably warm, and everybody's out riding around their motorcycles and their cars. They're revved up. It, it is. I mean, like every motorcycle in, in northern Ohio, I think, uh, northeast, north central Ohio, is out on the road today. Temperature is in unseasonably mild. It's like 85 it was a, a couple minutes ago. And, as we pulled in uh, to our location. And everywhere you look, there is somebody in a motorcycle or a convertible or a sports car. So there's going to be probably a lot of traffic noise. Why are we on Main Street? Well, we're, uh, we're heading up on uh, I-75, and we did the old Google Pizza near me, and we found a good review for a place called, what was it called? Heavenly Pizza. And uh, so we ordered uh, a takeout. We had our pizzas, we set up the podcast studio, and here we are on a beautiful summer night in Main Street, Finley, Ohio. And everybody's out and about. And uh, it, I don't blame them. It is just, it's been glorious weather. Well, we have just completed our tour of the Natchez Trace. I think we came to you last week from uh, somewhere in Mississippi at a beautiful state park there. We began our five-part video series on the Natchez Trace on Saturday with a, a tour of uh, and a profile of the city of Natchez. And uh, we'll have uh, four more spots. We're going to kind of break the trace down segment by segment and show you all the cool places and why it needs to be on your bucket list. It's one of the most beautiful routes anywhere in America. We just thoroughly enjoyed it. I think people don't realize how relaxing this can be. It's more centrally located, and a lot of people have access to it, and they've just never put it on their calendar. But because the big trucks aren't on there and everything, it's just a delightful ride on a sunny, yep. beautiful day. Just relax and take your time and enjoy it. It's a well-maintained two-lane road through some of the most beautiful countryside you'll pass. Uh, most of it wilderness in uh, Mississippi, a little bit of Alabama and Tennessee. Runs 444 miles from Natchez on the Mississippi up to uh, Nashville. We'll tell you a lot of the history, which is fascinating history, and show you all the stuff. I hope you get a chance to go over to the RV Lifestyle channel on YouTube and uh, follow along on this series because I think it'll make you want to travel it yourself. And great places. 
People have asked us, did you guys get reservations on the campsite? We've had a lot of questions about that. Did you get reservations on route? No, and we worked out. It worked out just fine. Oh. Yep, that's Bo. Bo was even agreeing to that. Bo, Bo, Bo. <laughs> Bo yeah. come here. Some of those motorcycles are a little closer Bo. than Bo likes. He's not sure what they are, but, you know. I'm hey. betting somebody's walking past the rig. Probably, probably. Come, come on, baby. This is Main Street, USA. You know, dogs, motorcycles. It's summer, and we got a deadline to get the podcast out. So when you're traveling, you get the noise all, all along with us. Uh, so that Bo was loves good. being a watchdog. Bo is a really good watchdog, isn't he? Yeah, if he even thinks there's something out there, he'll be happy to bark. Yep, yep. So on the podcast uh, today, we have an interview with a guy we met by the name of Roger Golden. Now, I got to confess, when I first saw Roger on the road uh, a few weeks ago, I thought Roger was homeless. He was, uh, I really did. You saw him too, mm-hmm. and we both thought he was homeless. But there was something about him that made me want to stop and find out what his story was. Maybe one, a solar panel? <laughs> yeah. One, he was on a e-bike, and he was towing a small little homemade trailer, or uh, actually a customized trailer he bought and customized, with two huge solar panels on them. So now, wouldn't anybody be curious about that? Well, Roger had quite a story to, to tell, and uh, you're going to hear that today. Roger uh, was very quick to point out to me that he is not homeless. He's home free. And there's a big distinction for that. He sold everything, and he is living out a lifelong dream of traveling coast to coast on an e-bike, camping and boondocking along the way. It gives us some hints for that. Uh, I'll put uh, on the rvlifestyle.com blog, I'll put a transcript of our interview, and there'll also be a video so you can actually uh, he see the, uh, the, the audio version that's uh, also uh, available on the podcast. So that'll be at rvlifestyle.com, and you'll see it up there. I think it's, I don't know what we're going to call the title of it, but just go to rvlifestyle.com, and you'll find it. And um, to uh, tell you the rest of the story, Roger, it turns out, uh, is a freelance writer. And so we are going to actually use Roger to help us with a couple of posts on our blog, which I think is really great. And uh, in fact, he's he's somewhere he's he's souping up his his uh, solar panels, and I think he's in Mississippi somewhere, Louisiana or Mississippi, maybe Texas. He might have made it into Texas, and uh, so he uh, he's still on the road and, and enjoying it. I, and you'll love the interview. Really, a, a neat guy with a great story. And when you hear the the challenge that Roger has had to overcome to do this uh, because of health issues. I think you'll also find it very inspirational. He's one of the fun people we, we met, and just another example of stop and Being talk to alert. people. Being alert. Being alert. Looking around. And talking to people. Take, take time to meet people along the road. You'll always be happy. All right. Well, we have a lot for you. Lots of RV news this week. Um, I did mention homeless there, and I did want to tell you one thing that we did notice in a couple of our national parks this week, in, in our national park campgrounds along the Natchez Trace. And we did notice more than usual, uh, homeless people, uh, people that were either sleeping out underneath a, the stars in a hammock uh, or in a Walmart-type tent, you know, but, but marginal uh, income-type people, great people. We talked to some of them, and I shared on our Ask Us Anything. It got cold one night, and we saw a guy, and he, he was sleeping under a, a hammock, and 
he's, we talked to him and he's we we asked him if he was cold. How'd that go? We asked him if he was cold and he I don't know, he said something. Yeah, because he just had a little hammock and he had a little tarp over top of his hammock, and uh, I just I think you ask him or I ask him, do you get cold? And he said somebody had stolen his coat, his jacket. So uh, I offered him my sweatshirt. It was, one, it was, it was your uh, Happy Trail slogan on the tr- sweatshirt. So it's a really cool hoodie, I thought. So I offered to him, and he looked it up and down. And he said, eh, no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, uh, well, uh, the people you meet. Stop and take time to talk to folks because everybody has a story. Our friends, the Burkitts, they'll be along a little bit later on, and they uh, bring that home true that every place and everybody you meet on the road has a story. This part of the RV Podcast brought to you by our friends at Camping World. Time to get out there. The summer camping season pretty much underway now everywhere. Get out on the road, explore. Uh, Camping World has hundreds of locations around the country where you can find all the RV essentials and the extras that you need like camping chairs or fire pits or electrical accessories, the little must-have gadgets that uh, everybody likes to bring uh, to the campsite. As we travel, Jennifer and I love visiting Camping World stores. We kind of think of them as an oasis along the way. There, um, there's just so much to see, and uh, they also can help you out if you're having some issues, service issues with your vehicle. Top-notch service centers across the U.S. Uh, check them out. Travel differently this year. That's their slogan, uh, Camping World. And uh, we can save you 10% if you go to CampingWorld.com. And you uh, buy anything over $99 online, any of your, the stuff you got to stock up on for the new camping season, go to CampingWorld.com. Use the coupon code in caps, RVLIFESTYLE10, RVLIFESTYLE10, and it will save you 10%. Check them out. News. Mike's got news. RV news. Travel news. Inside information and trends that shape the RV lifestyle. Here's the RV news of the week. All right, big story. Um, we've written about this before in the blog. It's pretty cool. By the way, again, I'm going to keep saying this. So if you're just tuning into the podcast and you're wondering all the noises, we are on Main Street in Findlay, Ohio. It's a beautiful summer evening, and everybody has their motorcycles out. So because it's the first really, really warm day uh, so far. So they're all out there testing out their, their cycles. Now, um, with warm weather, it is time to get ready for one of the most amazing displays in nature anywhere. We've written about it on the blog before. It's the synchronous fireflies that you can find in the Great Smoky Mountains. Now, fireflies, of course, you know, are kind of beetle. The males glow during the mating season. But in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and the area surrounding it, there lives a type of firefly where... In an amazing display, all of the males light up at the precise same time, flashing their their mating lights, hence the name synchronous fireflies. It is just an amazing thing. People come from all over the world to see it, and watching the bugs, uh, who usually start um, in late May or early June, is now so popular that the Great Smoky Mountains awards tickets, and you they're by lottery to control the visitor numbers, so... Uh, last year, because of COVID, the event went virtual. But this year, the event is back uh, with some COVID modifications. But you can see it in person. But you do have to get tickets for it. They went live this week. Uh, you'll put your name in in a lottery, and they'll let you know. Go to recreation.gov and search for fireflies. Recreation.gov website. 
Search for Fireflies, and uh, you can put your name in and see if you can get tickets and see those synchronous fireflies. The nationwide issue of supply chain shortages is continuing to impact the RV industry, particularly with semiconductor shortages essential to both car and RV production. Car manufacturers like Ford have had to shut their plants and stop production, unable to build more vehicles until chips arrive. The chips are a global issue. And one story we saw out last week said the global shortage could last for two or more years. These days, RV manufacturers are having trouble with missing parts for air conditioning and refrigerators for new RVs. It's not expected to ease any time, and that is perhaps the biggest reason so many new RVs take so long to be built. It's happening at a time when demand for new RVs is at an all-time high, and frustrated dealers are lobbying Congress and elected officials to get involved and to help somehow. If you're planning to visit Yellowstone National Park or here in Ohio, Wright Brothers National Memorial this summer, you can ride their new automated electric-powered shuttle service piloting at uh, both those parks uh, next month. At Yellowstone, the shuttles will run a small loop between campgrounds, lodges, and visitor centers, and they will be unmanned. Uh, Data from this pilot project will be used to determine uh, if they can implement it somewhere else. So give it a try. Uh, uh, Automated electric-powered shuttle service. Nobody's in control. It's all run run online, I guess, or in the cloud. But... uh, We hope to get out to Yellowstone this year, and we'll try and check that out. RV owners who have a diesel motor home and like to camp in California will be happy to know the new California Air Resources Board will exempt diesel RVs registered in other states who visit uh, from the uh, new requirements that they have in California. RV business has been uh, following a proposal to require a smog detention test for out-of-state RVs that run on diesel and visit California. The RV industry lobbied against this and appeared it appears that they were successful in keeping this from going in place as originally proposed. California registered diesel RVs will have to pass periodic emission tests, but it sounds like it will be similar to what car owners must do in the state already. That noise getting to you? <laughs> now there's a train <laughs> going by. Main Street, USA. That's where we're coming to you from today. Hey, RV season is just uh, uh, around the corner, booming in many places already, and the change of seasons uh, also brings, as you know, uh, rain and mud and pollen and other elements that you have uh, to waste your time cleaning, for one thing, or worse, those things can end up damaging your RV. So uh, whether it is, in fact, it's whether it's an RV, a travel trailer, uh, a camper, whatever you have, EmpireCovers.com is here to help you protect all of your vehicles against Mother Nature. EmpireCovers.com offers high-quality, affordable covers that are engineered to protect. Now, if you're not in need of a full cover, Empire has just launched uh, a line of RV rooftop covers that keep the roof of your RV clean, uh, protect it from UV rays. Uh, Those rays, you know, uh, over time can do a lot of damage to your roof, and this cover is something you can easily get on, and it will protect it. RV podcast listeners can receive free shipping, 
Plus, you get an extra 15% off your entire order. Why don't you go over to empirecovers.com and check them out. And uh, if you decide to buy, use the coupon code, all in caps, RV Lifestyle. Use RV Lifestyle, all in caps, at checkout, and uh, that will save you uh, 15% off the cost. You know what's wrong with me? We've had peace and quiet and tranquility for so long. I'm like, what is all this noise? I know. I think I've been kind of edgy today. And I think... Uh, oh, we, traffic was incredible. Yeah, but you know, we're not used to... We, we just had a week on the Natchez Trace with no traffic. Really, was most of, most of the time there was nothing out there. And there wasn't any noise. It was just awesome. And what about uh, mouse tail landing... Oh, yeah. State Park. I mean, it was so quiet. That was uh, where we just came from yesterday. We came from, I come to keep my day straight. Mouse Tail Landing State Park in Tennessee. We were actually down in that area on another story that we'll be sharing with you in a future podcast episode and, and down the lane. But we looked for a place that was close to the location we we're going to go in, uh, in, in uh, central um, Tennessee uh, and Oh my gosh, mid Tennessee! This was gorgeous. Uh, on, Got my first tick. Yes, <laughs> forgot to tell everybody that. Yeah, I've had two ticks on me. One, uh, I I just brushed off my jeans and killed it, and then the other one was on my arm. And I, and I said to you, something's on my back, and I didn't know what it was. And then you said it's a tick. So my first tick. I said, uh, you know, get it off. And you had to find the proper tool. It took me all of 30 and, seconds. And then I said, put on your glasses. And you said you could see. <laughs> I could. And then you did your surgery. And then I said, there's still something there. I said, put on my glasses. And uh, you said, oh, yeah, it's like the head, you know, yeah. which is the part you're supposed to get out. Well, I got them all off. They both fell on the ground somewhere. And yeah, I don't, they'll probably I don't know get us again tonight. Yeah, no, they were... They were Unless he, unless he comes to back together miraculously every night, well, that one's gone. And, and I'm kind of blaming Bo for this, because the other night, Mike took Bo out on his leash to keep him safe, and then we were put, you were putting him in the house, and you took in the his... Car, in the RV. In the RV. Yeah. We call it... It's we our house. It, it's our it's house. Small house, big area. Yeah. And Mike slipped it off, off his leash, and He was Bo, right at the edge of the RV. Bo took off. And usually, I take, his, take that off, he goes right in. Right. That, that night. He took off. Nature called, the call of the wild. We he were went, in the woods. He went we, feral on us. We could hear him running up and down. There was a steep incline. We could hear him leaping and bounding. And he, I, he, Mike said he ran past him a couple of times and just looked totally at him. Totally ignored me. You know, ignored him. Oh, I'm not ready to go in. And uh, then we couldn't hear him. No. And then we were really worried about him because, I mean, there's, there's a lot of coppers, copperheads. Yeah. Copperheads, rattlesnakes. rattlesnakes. And plus there's poison ivy and ticks. And uh, there's always other things that you don't know, like coyotes and things. Anyway, he ran around forever, and uh, finally he came back because he was thirsty after 20 minutes, all that running up and down hills. He panted for about half an hour after he came back, but he had a blast. Yeah, he went feral for 20 Happy minutes. Happy ending, because he was okay. I was ready to... But that's probably where we got these tickets for, ticks from. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, they're, you know, I don't know. <laughs> they may be all over they the could, RV. We could be tick infested, you know. Oh, uh, well. And then later we heard coyotes. We took him for a walk, and uh, he was a little scared. He gets a little nervous when he hears coyotes. Yeah, well, they're, they're pretty strange at night. Yeah. All right, so that was, that's been our adventure. That's been our adventure. And we're both having trouble getting used to, uh, to civilization. <laughs> Yeah. I can leave the snakes and ticks. I did. I did like the pizza. That and I've never nice seen such healthy poison ivy. Yeah. I mean. 
Well, we and we've had beautiful weather. Yes, we I mean have. we really have beautiful weather. All right, so uh, those have been our adventures, and uh, now it's time to help you uh, maybe answer a question or two to make your adventures a little easier. Questions? You've got them. Mike and his network of RV reporters have the answers. Here's one of our questions of the week. All right, this question comes from a couple of listeners, Stephanie and Brian, and they say, we are so excited. We're going to take delivery of our RV Friday, and we've been given an appointment time for the walkthrough. Now, we don't want to miss anything. Uh, They said it's an hour-long walkthrough. Uh, Do you have a checklist or any suggestions? Uh, well, first let let me tell you, we do have a checklist. We have, I, I get this question often and Jennifer and I answer it, uh, regularly and we put together a blog post that has 35 items on the checklist that you should do and just go to rvlifestyle.com and do a search on the word delivery and you'll find it. Or you can do RV, uh, RV delivery and you'll find it. rvlifestyle.com. And there's a little search box, you know, that little magnifying box, magnifying glass icon up there. Just click that, type in the word delivery uh, of new RV, and you'll find that, that 35, 35 items. And you really, these are all the things you want to make sure they go through. Now, what did you think about them getting an hour-long appointment? I think that sounds great. An hour long? Uh, do you hour- think you can do a walkthrough in a brand new RV in an hour? Hopefully. I don't think you can. Okay. I really don't so think we you should, can. So we should bring a lunch? And <laughs> well, I, you know, you can make it a little easier. My, our first suggestion is before you, you get to the dealership, uh, between now and Friday, you'll be excited. So go to the manufacturer, whatever RV you made, and download the manual. All, all good manufacturers have their manuals online. And start reading through that the night before your walkthrough or day before it. Uh, so go to their website um, or even go to the dealer's inventory post. They'll have a post about your unit. Read everything you can. Jot down in advance the questions or just think it through. You know, we need to know how, if it's the trailer, how do I hitch it up? What do I do first? Where do I find this? How do I turn on the hot water heater? All these things, they're all on that checklist I suggested that you make sure you know. But um, what we, I'm sorry to say this, but often when, as soon as they get your signature, they move you on or they, they pass you off to what they're known in the industry as the walkthrough guys who are at best generalists who know a little bit about RVs or at worst, somebody who knows nothing about your particular model but was drafted for the job of your walkthrough because they didn't have anything to do when you showed up. So you want to know, is the guy that's walking you through, does he use? Is he, how is he familiar with your unit? Is he an RVer himself? Um, and don't let them tell you that everything works the same because they don't. Every RV is unique. If you're not comfortable with the person, stop. Stop the walkthrough. Say before you buy, you need to get comfortable and you'd like to see if there's somebody who has a little more expertise with your model. Um, dealers will hate me for saying this. You, though, will thank me in the long run. And, and that's what counts. So um, take some time. And you always suggest videotaping the walkthrough. Yes, videotape and uh, get that owner's manual. Take notes, but uh, I always forget what my notes mean later. 
Yeah. Well. You know, so a videotape <laughs> would probably better. You're supposed to take notes and then read them, you know, right shortly after you take them to it's, refresh it in your mind. It's like feeding from the fire hose when you first start these things, and it gets really, really crazy. So uh, go to the uh, RV Lifestyle and uh, RVLifestyle.com and search for delivery of new RV, and you'll find our my detail post. Jennifer and I put down 35 different steps that you can take, and I think you'll find uh, all drinking, sorts of stuff. Drinking from the fire hose. That's what it is like. It's, mm-hmm. Do you remember? Every oh, time yeah, we it's met, You're so excited because you want to get out there and start using it. Oh, and one other tip that you always have about using it that first night or two. Stay close to where you bought it so you can do that. And I heard once that you remember 10% of what you hear. Yeah. So. Yeah. So ask a couple of times and you get up to 20%. Yeah, do your homework before you get there. How exciting. For uh, for our uh, our questioners, that is just just great. So Stephanie and Brian, uh, I hope you guys have a great time. Send us a picture in your RV, and we'll put it up on our social media. We love to hear. Uh, we 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 know how excited you are, and uh, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Hey, fellow travelers, want to have your voice featured on the RV podcast? Send us your questions or comments. Send an audio file to Mike at RVLifestyle.com. Or better yet, use our RV podcast voicemail number, 586-372-6990. 586-372-6990. We want to hear from you. Call 586-372-6990. Part of the RV Podcast is brought to you by Battle Born Batteries, makers of quality, safe, and reliable lithium batteries that can be installed on just about every RV. We've had uh, Battle Born Batteries on our last two RVs and uh, just would not think of, uh, of really doing any of our traveling without it. They allow us to get out there and stay out there longer. If you're a regular listener, you know that Jennifer and I, our favorite style is boondocking off the grid, out of a campground, in the middle of uh, national uh, forest or state forests or BLM land. And it's uh, having those lithium batteries with us that allows us to uh, be comfortable, to use all parts of our RV. Lithium batteries, as you know, offer better performance than any other type of battery available for RVers. They charge faster. They charge fuller. They're longer lasting. They're maintenance free. And another thing is they weigh about half as much as an AGM battery does. The team of experts at Battleborn Battery can help you with whatever kind of RV you have. Chances are they have a battery that'll just drop right in and replace your existing power system. So, Talk to them about the battery, the inverters, solar connections, wiring them all together. These guys are experts. Uh, just go to rvlifestyle.com slash lithium, rvlifestyle.com slash lithium. Time now for the RV Podcast Interview of the Week. Interesting, entertaining, and helpful information about the RV lifestyle. Here's Mike with this week's interview. All right, as I said, uh, this is an interview with somebody who uh, we just met on the road not long ago, and uh, he had a great story. His name is Roger Golden, and uh, he is a home-free American, not homeless, home-free, and uh, he's had a dream to travel around the USA and to uh, raise awareness for... um, for folks who have had an ostomy, uh, and he's doing that through a nomadic lifestyle, boondocking all the way uh, on a converted 26-inch mountain bike, uh, e-bike. He pulls a trailer 
that houses 200 watts of solar power. And he hooked this all up himself. He's got an awesome cat named uh, Fido. And it's spelled not like you'd think a dog would be. It's spelled P-H-I-D-E-A-U-X, the French spelling of Fado. And uh, it's cool. He's got a great story about that cat, which you'll hear. He met the cat while he was uh, camping somewhere, boondocking, and the cat was a feral cat in a barn. And he, anyway, Roger sort of tamed him, and now it's about the most friendly cat I, I've ever met. So I want you to meet Roger because he has a great story uh, of freedom on the road and he has some great tips to pass along to all of us about how uh, we should act and behave and choose boondocking spots. So without any further ado, meet my friend Roger who is home free. Meet Roger. He is on an e-bike and he is on his way across the country from Florida to California, boondocking all the way. He wants you to know that he is not homeless. He's home free, having sold off his sticks and bricks home. He is towing a small homemade trailer with solar panels that charge the battery for his e-bike, his laptop, and cell phone. He is not alone. He travels with a very cool cat. And he is the ultimate boondocker who's doing this for the adventure, despite some very serious health issues. This will be my second trip across country. My first trip was from Washington State to Florida. And um, now I'm going from Florida to California. In 2019, we went from Jacksonville. This was the first trip my cat was with me. We went from Jacksonville, Florida to Calais, Maine at the border, turned around and came back. Um, I got about as far as Washington, D.C. and started having problems. Yeah. And um, Chest problems? No, problems. intestinal problems. Yeah. And I got as far as um, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and I couldn't do it anymore. I called a friend in Jacksonville to come pick me up. Yeah. And that, that's the first time I've ever had to give up on a trip but I got back down to Jacksonville and I had surgery and I woke up and there's this intestine sticking out of my belly now and they told me I had to to give up my biking lifestyle they said you can't do that anymore and I I told them that's that's not an option that's what I do yeah and um, so here I am doing the impossible with a cat 200 watts of solar panel and an electric bike. I want to just look at this. Now, I like it. I ask you because uh, we see down here in Florida this part a lot of homeless people. And I said, are you homeless? And you had a great phrase for it. I am home free. You and are home there's free. There's a difference between being homeless and home free. A lot of times homeless people are at the mercy of their environment. I'm experiencing my environment. I, um, for a lot of homeless people, it's a... a they don't have a choice in the matter. It was something that, that happened to them. In, in my case, I, I gave it all up to get rid of all the time that I waste to give money to somebody else. What do you mean by that? We spend most of the waking hours of our adult lives working so that we can give our money to somebody else. And Taxes? 
taxes, mortgages, mortgages, credit your, card. your your car insurance, your tires, your maintenance. The list goes on and on and on. And without that, I don't have to have as much money to live. With that, I have to make a lot of money. And it's, it's also that I can support somebody else. And I can't afford to support somebody else. I can afford to support me. Well, you, you, well, have, you have, I'm going to call this an RV. Because <laughs> it's you definitely chose, a recreational vehicle. Yes, sir. Let's uh, walk <laughs> me through and let's uh, tell me, show us what you have. Okay. And, uh, what I've see. got is um, from Walmart. After lockdown started, I was had just had my surgery. Um, I ordered this bike. It took four months to get it because three of the four months, every single day, it was listed as out for delivery, but it never even showed up. Wow. I ordered the. 500 watt electric motor off of eBay and I put the kit on this bike. The solar panels I got from a company out of Chattanooga off of eBay. These are the solar panels. Um, this trailer is a Walmart Allen Sports two-child trailer that is doubled in size because I needed to be able to get some incline on my panels. So I, I extended the back end of the trailer um, about 24 inches. And these are flexible panels? The, these are flexible panels. And you can um, move them to, to get the angle of the sun? Well, yeah. This, this is actually a fixed pivot, but this opens all the way up and will fold up so that these panels can actually be extended into a straight line. Now I got to meet your cat underneath there, so I know he's sleeping, so. What's your well, cat's let's name? Go, let's go ahead while we're working in that direction. We have the control panel. It's just so let's control. turn it on and make pretty lights. There we go. Turn it all on, make lots of pretty lights. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and here's my cat on that side. Well, there's your cat. What's your cat's name? My cat's name is Fido. Hi, baby. And Fido was a feral barn cat four years ago. Now, why do you call him Fido? Because that's her name. That's a dog's name, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. but she doesn't know that. And <laughs> the, the, her name is spelled P-H-I-D-E-A-U-X. French Fido. Yeah. It's her name came from a stand-up comic routine by Justin Wilson. Okay. A lot of people know him today as a chef on the Food Channel, but he was a, a stand-up comic for many years telling Cajun jokes. And he had a couple of jokes about a bird dog named Fido. P H I D E A U S. Now you say this cat was a feral cat in a barn? She was, and she came up on my door. She smelled a turkey cooking on Thanksgiving, and she was ragged looking. And I felt sorry for her, and I tore up a turkey wing and put it outside. And the next day, she wanted more. And the next week she was coming in the house, and the next week she was sleeping in my bed. Oh my goodness, she tamed quick, or maybe she tamed you. And this is here, you got clothes, I see you got a tent. I got clothes, I've got tent. I, I have a, a single burner propane stove that what I want to do is upgrade my inverter and just pick up an electric hot plate and 
then I get rid of having to buy gas canisters and dispose of them and blah, 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 blah. So what did you do in your previous life? Um, spent most of my previous life in construction. Yeah. In 2008, I got tired of my occupation being dependent on everything else in the world. I had no say-so in it. So I got to looking around online and I've always enjoyed writing and I started writing articles for people's web pages. And I've been doing that now since 2008 until the pandemic. As of October of last year, I'm down to making maybe $350 a month. And that's what you live on? I don't have any choice. I live on that and human kindness. And I am hoping that things are going to turn around soon and I can start making some money again. So do you because have a computer? I do. Yeah? And, and I charge it with the solar panels. Yeah. And uh, you, you're on your way where? California. So how can people get in touch with you and, uh, and learn more about you? I have a Facebook page at DigiNomad3. That's D-I-G-I-N-O-M-A-D the number three. It's called Roger? Roger's Rides. Okay, what is an Astomate? Okay. Um, That's what you said I'm, curr I'm currently on the Opal Tour. Call it the Opal the Opal Tour because I have an, an Ostomy. Ah. Um, I, I, I talked yep. about yep. they had to remove a section of my intestine and now I have an ostomy and they tell me it's reversible but I don't have insurance and it is an elective surgery so in my case it is most likely permanent. Has it been a safe trip for you? No problems with uh, you know it can be rough out there in the road when you're pretty much um, I have to be careful I have to watch my surroundings yeah and again the difference between me and homeless I, I can't go where homeless people are yeah I, I I've, I've got too many things that are too easy to walk away yeah so like where do you so, spend the night I on a road like 98 I will look for some track going out into the woods get all, away from the businesses get away from houses rulers you, you don't sleep near businesses you don't sleep near houses you don't open a gate and you don't sleep on a, a place that's fenced in or has a posted sign yeah beyond that you can do it and if the police do show up on you they say hey you can't be here you gotta get more often than not what they will say to me is well we were just checking to make sure you're okay you're alright just leave in the morning which is what I do Roger you are the ultimate boondocker yes yes yeah. very much so yeah I am uh, I'm really impressed with you and I, uh, I I hope that you get uh, lots of interest from folks they're going to be very fascinated with this and uh, uh, keep that riding and, Thank you very uh, much. and stay healthy all right you can find uh, the interview with uh, Roger a video version of that uh, with the accompanying blog post for this episode of the podcast just go to rvlifestyle.com and uh, we'll put the link in there and how you can follow Roger on Facebook. Great story. I love hearing uh, people who are uh, following their dream no matter what the obstacles are. He's a great guy. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Indeed. Uh, that's what freedom is all about, isn't mm -hmm. it? 
Hey, this part of the podcast is brought to you by peaceofmindforrvs.com. Write that down. It's all one word, peaceofmindforrvs.com. It is an emergency transportation coverage solution that pays 100% of all ambulance charges by ground, by air, anywhere. Now, look, emergencies do happen, and we've all seen footage of somebody getting rescued uh, by a helicopter, and we never think it's going to be us. Most people don't know that air ambulances are not classified as a medical expense. Air ambulances are classified as a common carrier, which means that no insurance company has any influence over the pricing. And this also makes air ambulances the number one most denied claim out there. So in the event of a serious emergency, you call 911 and typically a ground ambulance will bring you to the nearest hospital. But if you need to be transported from there, they will have you sign an advanced beneficiary notification of non-payment form and have a helicopter transport you to a level one trauma center. Now that may or may not be covered by your major medical insurance. But one thing we do know, with the average cost of an air ambulance being $53,000, you don't want to be the one that gets stuck with that bill. And that's why Peace of Mind for RVs.com and RV Lifestyle partnered to bring you that solution. Uh, Jennifer and I are, are delighted to be members of that group, and uh, they will pay 100% of all your ambulance charges, land or air. And, and by the way, you don't have to be in your RV. You can be anywhere can be in your car, can be in your home, anywhere. you can be far away, a different part of the world, no problem, they'll take care of it all. And go to peaceofmindforrvs.com for more information. Time now for Off the Beaten Path, a unique RV podcast travel suggestion you probably won't find in a guidebook. Here's Mike. All right, off we go to our friends Tom and Patty Burkett for another Off the Beaten Path report. Hi, Mike and Jennifer. With both of us hailing from relatively northern states, we've been getting a steady education on the history of the American South as we travel there. Here in New England and the Midwest, the settlement and war history involves mostly England, Scandinavia, and northern Europe. In the South, the history is much more tied up with Spain and France. Florida, for example, has seen 16 flags flying over all or part of it during its colonial history, and that's after its history of settlement by indigenous people before the 15th century. The last time we visited our park ranger daughter, she took us to see Fort Mose, a small fort on the coast a couple miles north of the Castillo de San Marcos. At the time it was established, Spain was ruling here. Slavery was flourishing in the U.S. colonies farther north, and because slaves were much less harshly treated by the Spaniards, there was a constant flow of escapees coming into Florida. Indeed, Spanish governors and officials encouraged it. Slave owners in the southern states insisted the government do something, but this part of Florida didn't become U.S. territory until the ratification of the Adams-Onese Treaty in 1821. Enslaved people who made it across the border had the option of securing their freedom by converting to Catholicism and agreeing to a term of military service. This fort became home to a growing population of African soldiers and their families. Fields were established and the soldiers' wives and children grew to 
worked to grow the crops that fed the inhabitants of the fort and also the residents of St. Augustine. Some of the escapees earned fairly high military rank and became officers in the Spanish military, as well as respected members of the city social scene. When you go to visit the fort, you'll find a visitor center with models and displays, a film about the history of the fort, and a knowledgeable ranger to answer your questions. The actual site of the fort is some distance away, on a rise of land across the tidal marsh. You can see it from a viewing platform near the visitor center. The current plan is to reconstruct the fort when resources are in place and progress is being made. St. Augustine is all about the Spanish history of North Florida, but it also has an important story to tell about slavery in the U.S. It's not often told and not well marked, but you can find it if you look out here off the beaten path. And there is so much to see off the beaten path, and uh, we thank the Burkitts. You can hear them every week uh, on the podcast, and also uh, we always have a blog post every week at RV Lifestyle as well from the Burkitts. Um, this part of the podcast brought to you by Harvest Host. Well, we are big fans of Harvest Host. Have been now for years. It's our go-to place when we're on the road. We're looking for a great place to stay. Away from all the noise and the, the congestion that you hear behind us here as we come to you as we record this from Main Street of Findlay, Ohio tonight on a nice warm summer night. The poor people of Findlay, Ohio, there aren't any mufflers in this town. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, those are all, they're all out there in their motorcycles. Anyway, you want to get away from that. You want to go with Harvest Hosts because uh, you can overnight for free at more than 2,000 wineries, farms, microbreweries, attractions all across North America. Now, Harvest Hosts is a membership service. We can save you 15% off that cost. So stick around here. Let me finish telling you about it. And, um, you, you know, they have these awesome places you can stay, like wineries, breweries, distilleries, Farms, what we we look. I'm looking at a picture of our alpaca farm of uh, us uh, feeding the alpacas. Uh, remember that? That was one that of was our favorite. Fun. Yeah, and there's so many great spots all around the country. Now, if you uh, are a member of Harvest House, all you have to do is go to their app, their website, and you can take a look at your route. It'll show you what's in your area. You you click the button. You can see reviews about it. Then you can call those folks. Say, hey, we're Harvest House members. Can we come? Absolutely free. You can stay there. Now, here's the deal. If, uh, if you go to a special link I'm going to give you right now, you could save 15% off the membership fee. That's, that's awesome. 15% off. All you have to do is go to rvlifestyle.com slash hh. Again, that's rvlifestyle.com slash hh. What's happening? Time now to check the RV calendar of events and gatherings you need to know about. All right, two RV shows and one very special RV lifestyle gathering coming up. The uh, two specials, um, June 10th through the 13th, it's the Tampa Bay Summer RV Show at the Florida State Fairgrounds in Tampa, Florida. That's a big one, always fun, June 10th through the 13th, Tampa. Uh, August 12th through the 15th, put that on your schedule if you can get to the RV Motorhome Hall of Fame in Elkhart, Indiana. That's one of our favorite places. We love mm-hmm. that place. Uh, August 12th to 15th, it's the Midwest RV Super Show. And you heard us talk at the top of the program about how we're doing this video series on the Natchez Trace. And uh, part one's already out, and that's on the city of Natchez, Mississippi. We so fell in love with the area that, uh, and, the, and the RV park that we stayed at, which is right on the Mississippi, that we have um, made a meetup on the Mississippi this is for our Facebook supporters and our YouTube members. 
Uh, but that date is October 18th through the 21st. It's Natchez, Mississippi. You do need to be a member or a supporter to go uh, to that. And you can learn about that at um, rvlifestyle.com slash members. rvlifestyle.com slash members. But I can't wait to do that. Isn't that going to be fun? It will be fun. Yeah, we just really enjoyed Mississippi. So, And that's, I can't believe it's, I think it's three quarters sold out and we just announced it two days ago. So mm-hmm. that's good. All right, this podcast, it's almost over. And that wraps up another episode of the RV Podcast with Mike and Jennifer Wendland. New episodes are released every Wednesday, and the best way to stay connected is to subscribe to the RV Podcast. We're in all the popular podcast apps, and you can also listen on the RVLifestyle.com travel blog. Till next time, happy trails, fellow travelers. We'll be looking for you down the road. All right, everybody, that's it for this week. We want to thank you so much for being a part of uh, a part of all this thing. We really... Uh, Really had fun talking from Main Street, Finley, Ohio. Uh, kind of feels like summer out there, doesn't it? It sure does feel like summer out there. And there's a Main Street generally in every town. And full of excitement tonight. Hope the noise wasn't too bad, but hope you picked up some of the, the fun vibes of summer coming. It's coming. Thanks for listening. New podcast every Wednesday. Don't forget new content every day at rblifestyle.com. Happy trails. Happy trails.